little things matter. The next lesson came a few days later. We drove the fields and walked them to see which weeds were growing with the crop. And we would walk sometimes next to a neighbor's field as we walked our own fields, and of course, we could see what was going on in their fields. Every once in a while, I would see a patch two to three feet long where there was nothing growing, and it didn't appear that there were any rocks there or that there'd been a rock there. Dad got down and broke the soil carefully with his pocket knife and called me over to look. Son, here's another part of the reason of what makes the difference in having great growth results. I'm Jungle Jim Hunter, and you're listening to 831 Living Your Best Life podcast, where we inspire participation, communicate precision, and empower performers to podium. And we hope you'll tell everyone you know or meet or work with to go to their favorite podcast provider or to junglejimhunter.com or YouTube, and we'll subscribe download, listen to these podcasts and let us know if you like them and rate and review us and become an 831er, somebody that lives their best life because we've inspired you and you help others live their best life. Well, dad had unearthed the reason and asked me if I knew what it was. I didn't at that age. I was pretty young when the first time he did this. And he told me the following, what's the most tedious job on the farm that we have to take the greatest time to be careful? He asked me. I thought, wow, he placed this little worm in the palm of my hand and I was trying to come up with what was the most tedious, careful job we did. Then he said, seed treatment. I realized we had to be so exact when we treated the seed. You had to treat the grain in an auger on the farm that was only used for treating grain. Nothing else ever went through that auger. We also used a liner in the truck so the treated grain didn't rub off on the walls of the truck. It was a slow, tedious process and was usually the first thing done after you cleaned the grain for seeding in the winter. Tedious, precise, careful work. Your work gloves, your mask, rubberized gloves to keep the chemical off your hands. And the treatment had to be exactly the right amount and you didn't want it staining your clothes. There was nothing dangerous to your health, but it stained and you couldn't get it out. Treated grain could never be sold, so it was kept separate from all the other grain, so you had to measure exactly how many bushels you were going to seed and have the right treatment to do it. Son, we treat the kernels so any attacks to it or the plant are repelled, so it has a mature chance of growth. The seed treatment keeps fungus from getting on the plant, smut, root rot, rust, and others. It also keeps pesky characters like this little army worm and cutworms from eating the seed in the plant. As the crop ripens, damage done to the plant and a strong wind can blow them over. These and other pests deplete the crop, cutting into the growth and yield. When we treat the seed, the chemical repels them and they look for other things to feast on. Then he asked me if I remembered reading a book by John Bunyan where he talks about the gatekeepers to the vital areas where we are susceptible to being invaded from the outside. Yes, I said, I love that book. What are the areas we have to protect and that we protect you from being invaded by? Well, we are the gatekeepers of our eyes and what we see and watch, our ears and what we listen to, our nose and what we breathe and inhale, our mouth and what we eat, and the sense of touch and how we are hurt by someone else or how we touch someone else and not hurt them. You're the gatekeeper, and until you grow and mature enough to know what is good for you and what is not good for you, your mom and I protect you just like we protect these seeds. 
We grow a garden so you have healthy food to eat. We make sure you wear a mask whenever something that could be harmful to your breathing could be inhaled. We have books for you to read that are about growth so that you see and say inside your mind what is good for you and you can discern what is good for you. We screen what you watch and listen to so it's positive, pure, and powerful for your growth. When I researched the 500-plus Olympic and Paralympic athletes, I found that their families were the same. When their schoolwork was done, when their chores were done, when their training was done, whatever they had to have done first, when those things were done, then they had limited choices and limited time to watch and listen and play games. It's hard to learn how to focus if the senses have been introduced to the sweetest sugars and then when you want to be your best, you know you need to eat your vegetables. It's hard to go to sleep when a program that excites your senses is available and you need that sleep, but you stay up too late. It's hard to focus if you're listening to something that is always distracting you and stirring your emotions, pulling you away from doing what you know has to be done. There's nothing wrong with those things, and most things are good for you. They're good entertainment. They're good to make you relax. But if you're focused on being the best of the best of the best and your mind has too many distractions, it's hard to focus on and demand that your emotions follow what you need them to follow and do what you need them to do. You need all the emotions and the feelings you can muster to be your best when you are faced with foes that are after the same thing you are, but you cannot be distracted. However, as the gatekeeper to your eyes and ears, performance is enhanced if you have learned to narrow your focus in training and performance. And too many distractions between training and performance can take you away from what you're trying to do. Knowing what fuel you perform best on can be distracting for you as well, because if you want something sweet to the taste but is poor in energy, well, you're not going to perform well. The seed treatment protects the seeds so the maximum number of seeds can grow the maximum number of seeds in each plant. These feed the world bread and pasta and soups. Farming is the only industry that multiplies what it has, and we have to be the best we can be to feed a hungry world. Human beings only add one new thing to the planet, and that is another human being, and so we should be disciplined about what we choose to let into our most valuable possession, our children. Be the gatekeeper for your child until they're capable of discerning and can make positive, powerful gatekeeping decisions for themselves. The attacks on a plant come throughout the life of the plant. It can show up at any time. Learning to have a strong foundation is a beginning of the development of the kernel. Removing the rocks, reasons that hinder growth, is something everyone can learn to do as soon as they start to feed themselves. And protecting untrained senses as gatekeepers to what you let in will give you the strongest foundation for what comes out of you. You cannot give what you don't have, and if you've allowed things past the gates that can distract you easily, when you need to be focused, you will find it hardest to be able to perform. Each year of growth seeks more excitement through our senses, and so we must protect ourselves and our children from running out into the traffic, so we need to protect what they take in that draws us into the poor addictive habits. Maximum growth can happen when you take steps towards mature growth by being the gatekeeper. What's next? I asked my dad. Well, we better do something about these weeds growing in the crop, so let's inspect the rest of these fields. We'll talk about that next time. I hope you will have grown and will be living your best life the next time we meet. Thank you for listening. My quote for the day, 
Growing happens when the gardener inspects what he expects. I want to say this in closing today. We know from research that is done by many different organizations that the average child spends five hours a day watching television, another three hours in front of screens. Your children may be being educated by others, and that's okay. There's good things there. But if you want your child to grow, my dad spent hours with me. He spent days with me. He didn't teach me this just once, and that was it. He taught it over and over and over again. My mother supported it by telling it to me in her own way. And it made me stronger. These lessons are to help you grow strong, healthy, mature children. 